Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Look at what we have here, folks! To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. This is Sophia V, and you are now listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Brothers and sisters, on the eve of Thanksgiving, I decided, you know what? Let me bring on one of my favorite people in this entire uh, content creator space, because I'm thankful for, for her and her wonderful friendship. So, as my gift to the world, the awesome, internationally famous Sophia V. What's going on there, Sophia? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am amazing. Yes, you are. Listen, I, I know that you're somebody who everybody knows who you are all <laughs> over the world. It doesn't matter if we're talking in, uh, you know, Boston in the United States or we're Boston, talking yep. uh, all over uh, Uganda. I mean, you're you're pretty world famous, huh? Yeah. How does that feel? How, how does it feel to be somebody that you literally could be in almost any country in the world and people know who you are? I don't know. I don't think about it. How does it feel? It feels, I don't know. It feels not, well, I can't say I know any other way, but. Um, like, tell me about a time when you were walking down the street anywhere and, and people were like, hey, aren't you so familiar? Yeah, but like, I always say, and I know I'm going to bait myself out now, but if somebody comes up to me on the street and they're like, hey, are you so-and-so? Like, are you Sophia? Or, you know, any of my previous stage names, um, I just deny it. I say no. Um, when I was before, like a few years ago, when I used to um, work on, like, uh, <laughs> TV, right? Um, yeah. I used to get it a lot. But when people used to come up to me, I would say no English. So when you say to somebody no English, they can't continue the conversation because they think you're some foreign like person that don't speak English. Um, and so I always used to say no English. like, And I'd be like confused, like looking at them like with a puzzled face, like no English, like what are you talking about? And they would be so confused and they would be like, oh, okay then, and walk off. Now, so why would you say that? Why would you say no English? Because you don't want people to know it's really you? Well, it's you know it's different, right? I'm famous for, you know, a lot of these people have seen me in a very intimate ways. Let's, I don't know how PG I can talk. Listen, here. this is not a PG show. You say okay, whatever you so want. Okay, so a lot of these guys, for example, have seen me naked, right? So I don't want to... It's not like I don't want to. Obviously, like, I mean, I'm not going to say the whole world has seen me naked, but it's not hard to see me naked. And then, I don't know, I just found it really, like... I don't know, I get shy, like, knowing, like, if someone's in my in front of me and they're like, oh, my God, um, are you that girl? Knowing that God knows what they've seen me do... <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, so I'm like, wow, this okay, no, I'd rather not, you know. I don't know, maybe it's not logical, but it kind of made sense to me at the time. Well, no, I think it's I think it's very logical and, and I think there are a lot of people in different forms of sports and entertainment who feel the same exact way. I mean, when you're performing, when you are presenting your persona, you're working. And when you're not working, you're your regular self. And, and when you're your regular self, you don't want to have to be on. You don't have to be on stage. You don't want to have to live up to expectations. Th- does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And then obviously people think I'm this like raging rabbit who's just like ready to go all the time. And also another thing is like, um, you know, a girl like had got acid thrown in her face because some guy recognized her and she wasn't like entertaining him and so this happened like years ago and since that happened it was kind of like a thing where girls kind of knew like you gotta be careful out here you know because some of these guys are crazy yeah no it's true they they get obsessed and again they're they're fixated on a persona not processing the fact that this is a real person behind that persona and and more importantly whether it be the persona or the real person you don't owe anybody anything yeah so for for any kind of um observer fan whatever they want to call themselves just because they they may see you in real life that doesn't mean you owe them anything Um, so that's it's interesting because you know we see it even in the wwe where uh, yeah. Sonya Deville, she had that stalker who went so far as to literally he was outside of her. He actually he got into the house, but her security system went off and she was able to call the cops and they they got the guy before anything could happen. But this dude had all kinds of weapons and stuff in his car, tape and all kinds of rope. Oh, my God. That is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and it all stemmed from this person just being obsessed with this wrestling character. Yeah. You know, and, and so, hey, I understand. I understand completely. I, I wonder, because, again, you're you're an internationally known model. Um, like you said, you're, you're an adult performer and people know who you are and have known you for years and what have you. Yeah. Um, how do people react when you when they find out? I don't even want to say when you tell them when they find out that you're a pro wrestling. Not only are you a pro wrestling fan, you're a big pro wrestling fan. <laughs> Um, I don't know. People think it's really strange and I don't know why it's strange. You know what I mean? Like people get so shocked. They're like, oh my God, do you like wrestling? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, I would never assume like you would like wrestling. I don't think that be like to watch wrestling, You like there is a type of uniform or like a type of look that you can tell oh, this person is definitely a wrestling fan. You know, there's all kinds of wrestling fans and all over the world in every single country um wwe has a reputation and like you know an audience so um i don't know i i do get a lot of people shocked so shocked like they can't believe it i don't know why though well it's because you're this big glam you you look like somebody whether people know who you are or not you look like you're somebody famous so, in, in fact, you look like you, you should be on the TV screen, um, whether it be a wrestler or who have you. So the fact that you're a fan of that world and you know it so well, you, you, you can speak to the history and you have strong opinions about what you see today and, and what have you. Yeah, people are shocked. 
have you ever noticed you don't really see a lot of people who look like you that are as big wrestling fans as you are? No, I don't. And I think maybe that's kind of like an, uh, an advantage. <laughs> yeah, you stick out. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. You, you definitely stick out. Do you go to live wrestling shows when you get a chance? I mean, when's the last time you actually saw wrestling live? So the last event I actually saw was a New Japan, New Japan event. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How was that? It was cool. Um, I got to see FTR and um, Will Ospreay and the United. What are they called? Aussie, Aussie Empire. Aussie, Aussie United. I don't know. The, the crew, the tag team. Yep. Aussie Empire. Yeah, they were pretty. Uh, Okada. Um, who else is there? Pretty much everybody in the roster was there. They were really cool. Like it was really cool. Yeah. So that was the last thing I, I want to go. I want to go to America now and watch. That. I want. I actually want to go so bad to OVW and just you know. I I really want to see. I know Haley's kind of like depart departing from OVW now, but I want to go to OVW and I want to see Haley. Um, and just kind of like watching that show made me love that promotion. So I definitely want to go to like. WWE, of course, but the next thing is like OVW. <laughs> I definitely want to go and see OVW. Okay, so this is very interesting because I'm a not only am I a fan of OVW, I, I have, um, you know, we've had some of the OVW folks here on the show, starting all the way back to Al Snow, who's been a guest on the show, but certainly former women's champ Layla Gray. Um, you know, certified Luke Curtis, who he's held a couple titles there. And, and now we also have uh, Tiffany Nieves, who's the current women's champ. So I find this interesting. So the, the Netflix docu docuseries that they have, Wrestlers, that made you an OVW fan? Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. I, I didn't want the show to end. I'm like, when's season two coming? Reach out to Al Snow. We've got to have a season two. It's really good. And I think um, for like non-wrestling fans, um, it provides like an insight, you know, into like the the logistics and like just how the behind the scenes of, of a wrestling promotion. I know it's not on a like, big scale like WWE, but it, you know, it's 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 so cool. I I really love that show. You got to see a lot of the real people behind the show, and and yeah, I guess for somebody like yourself who is in the entertainment industry, for lack of a better phrase, there yeah. you can understand that there, there's actually a real person behind that persona. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And they see the show all. Baby, I was like, dude, this girl, like, she's so sick and sick means good by the way for those who don't uh understand my lingo i was just like this girl's so sick like i want her to be you know in wwe like i think she's sick and and she has like an x factor you know um she has something about her that definitely draws you in to her you know so i want to see her i want to see her like on the level of uh charlotte flair or you know, any of the other ladies who are in WWE and she's 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 got time, she's still young, so hopefully hopefully they do sign her at some point. Wow. Well listen, Hollywood Haley J, if you're listening, you got a fan <laughs> in Sophia V. 
Okay, Sophia, who's internationally known in her own right, uh, she she has been impressed with what you've done, especially on the wrestlers. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. What specifically, if you were to name one trait, what drew you into Hollywood Haley J the most? I think it's her attitude. It must be right. She's super sassy. She's she's got an attitude and she can stand up for herself. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. She's just like really in your face. And um, some people don't like that. You know, some people might be like, oh, she's so in your face. I like that. So I like it. I like her. I want her to, you know, excel. Do, do you see yourself in that character at all? Because you are you can be an in-your-face person. Make, nah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. Maybe, you know, uh, I would say, yeah, partially, but um, definitely. She knows, like, she, she, okay, yeah, in the terms of, like, when the camera's watching, you know how to behave. She definitely knows how to, you know, switch it on. And, and I think, because you got to see, like, her downside of her, like, working in a, is it a bar? She works in a bar in the Holiday Inn. And that's not her wrestling character. And you, she's kind of mellow and she's not in your face there, you know? And she's just like um, a normal girl or a normal lady. And then when she goes into the wrestling ring, she's super loud and like rowdy. So, you know, you got to see how she is so good at creating this character. And she knows how to play up to the audience. And that is one of the most vital things a wrestler needs if you want to be on tv you need to be an entertainer if you want to wrestle on tv not wrestle like in in the indies and i love the indies and that is wrestling but if you want to go on tv a lot of that is just entertainment and she definitely has that well said well said who else i mean when you think about 2023 who are some of the wrestlers that you personally um find yourself connected to like you really enjoy what they've been doing this past year and and you want to see them continue to to, uh excel zoe starks is definitely somebody i don't i wouldn't say like i i i was really you know impressed by her wrestling in nxt but i don't know for some reason i think when she went up to the main roster i was i think there was more i don't know i got to see more of her um, cause NXT, like there's so much going on. There's so many new people. There's like just a lot going on and it's just hard to, you know, focus on, on one person. And uh, maybe in NXT, she didn't really get the attention so much. Um, she's a phenomenal wrestler. Right. Um, and so I think I'm really excited that she is, you know, killing it and, and doing so well on the main roster that's one person who else who else let me think um i like carmelo hayes i think he's great i i think like carmelo reminds me like i don't know if you see it but he's like the black Shawn michaels he a lot of the things that he does you can definitely see that uh influence from Shawn michaels and i know like that's his like godfather in wrestling um so you can definitely see the influence. Like, I can see it. I don't know. Can you see it? Oh, 100%. 100%. And shout out to Carmelo Hayes. He's he's from Massachusetts, not too far from where I'm from. So oh, nice. it's great to see him uh, excel. And you're right. Shawn Michaels has personally uh, spent a lot of time developing 
Carmelo and, and getting him ready to be a superstar. So, yeah, there's there's a lot with the way that he carries himself and his instincts in the ring, what have you. You can definitely see that Sean is rubbing off. So that's a that's a that's a big one there. And and just to back up on Zoe Starks, she was injured for half the time she was in NXT. Yeah, I know. So that was part of the reason why you didn't see her as much. But you're absolutely right. She actually is a, a very good wrestler. She just needs the opportunity to show what she can do. And, and certainly um, at the last pay-per-view, she really did a great job. That's what I mean. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I was very impressed. And, and I mean, I, I've followed her career since the beginning. Yeah. Because um, she's wrestled, you know, she, she's done some stuff with Thunder Rosa and, and nice. Rosa Negra and, and those folks on the indies out here. So yeah. I know she can go. We yeah. just hadn't seen much of it yet in WWE. But, you know, over the past couple of months, you're right. She's really shown that she belongs on that main roster. So that's a, that's another good call there. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, I don't know. I feel like there has been a shift. I think... I don't know, is it like two, let's say like two years ago, the focus, it was very, I wouldn't say like sexualized, yeah, but it, it was very based on like really sexy girls, right, Um, who were good wrestlers. And like, you might get a girl who is beautiful, but maybe she doesn't, she's, maybe it's not her thing to be like super um, flirty and, you know, like just really enticing, um, that's not her character, but like she's a phenomenal wrestler. They didn't get opportunities because maybe the camera, like you know, you're trying to sell a brand, and maybe they just thought, who's gonna, who's gonna support a girl like this? Because I'm, at the end of the day, uh, men are the ones who are buying the merch and stuff, and generally the men would go for like the sexy girl, right? They're gonna buy the sexy girl. They they have a crush on her stuff like that so i think that it's it's i think now i'm seeing like a kind of shift where we're getting girls who are actually really good in, in like wrestling and it's not just like somebody here to like shake their tits and ass kind of thing you know you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and, and i'll take it a step further i think that they're starting to find the right balance of beauty and wrestling ability i mean you know obviously bianca belair She's as beautiful as anyone who's ever been in wrestling, right? Yeah. You, you, you look at um, Tiffany Stratton, who's yeah, in NXT absolutely. right now. She is completely gorgeous, but with Bianca and Tiffany in their own ways, these are excellent wrestlers. Definitely. Definitely. You know? I think she's got, she's got a huge career in front of her, Tiffany. She is so good. She can actually do moonsaults without looking sketchy, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Which we we've seen a lot of people be sketchy trying to do those moonsaults, yeah, landing exactly. on their face and all that. Yeah, just you. You know, Jesus. a lot of these girls, I don't, they can't, and and it, it's kind of I want to say like it's embarrassing because look, credit for trying, yeah. But like sometimes when I see, like it just looks really bad, and that is what gives women's wrestling. Like, people just think, oh, I don't want to watch them because this is what they do, you know? Um, it kind of gives women's wrestling a bad name because they don't they don't take women's wrestling serious until they see somebody like Bianca or Zoe or Tiffany, somebody like that who can actually make something look good and actually perform well as well. 
Well, and you know, it's funny. Each of those women that you just named were excellent athletes before wrestling. Yeah, exactly. That definitely helps. Me. Yeah. I think so. I think, I think that's why WWE started this scholarship because they, I think they figure out like, you know what, this is where you're going to find the X factor. Because even in the past, like with the guys, a lot of them had come from NFL or like um, football from school, right? And like wrestling from school. They're like athletes, high school athletes. And I think that definitely helps them. It sure does. It sure does. Because you not only do you have to be in great shape, but just the ability to be disciplined enough to yeah. work at something and, and improve. That alone separates, uh, you know, somebody who's a true athlete compared to someone who was just a fan growing up, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of the people who were just a fan growing up and maybe didn't excel in sports, they they don't tend to do too well in wrestling, or at least they don't tend to stick around too long. Yeah, definitely. And it's unfortunate. I I wonder about something, because obviously anybody listening and, and, you know, Sophia is is one of my great friends in the community. She's someone that um, we interact on a regular basis. She's always suggesting guests which yeah. is just so cool. You know, I, I've helped out with some guests on her shows before as well, but um, just a real great thought partner. And, and I, I appreciate you so much for that. But for anyone who doesn't know, obviously you can hear an accent there. So your accent is a British accent, right? Yeah, it's a Lon- London, London accent. London accent specifically. So, so I got to ask because... I don't really hear or, or, or see you on social media talking too much about the British uh, wrestling scene. So what's that all about? Are you, are you not are you not interested or is there just not enough going on in the, in the part? There's of, not uh, enough going on. I mean, like, OK, so we do have Will Ospreay. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy. But the thing is, like, honestly, like I mean. Like, I know so many people who don't know who Will Ospreay is. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's known, don't get me wrong, and he's still, he's still rising up the ranks, and he's a phenomenal athlete, for sure. Like, that's no, no, like, no doubt. However, he's not, if I went to, like, South Africa, you know, and I, I was in Cape Town, and I said to a random person, like, do you know who Will Ospreay is? They might not be like, yeah, but if you say, oh, do you know who Roman Reigns is? They're going to know who that is. You know, even my friend, yeah? She's from um, Kuwait and she's got sons um, and like they don't watch wrestling. They're young. They're like eight, but they know who Roman Reigns is, you know, like that's how like it seems, you know, like everyone knows who he is. Like even if you don't watch wrestling, people just know who he is. He's that guy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and again, that shows the reach of WWE compared to anything else, right? Yeah, exactly. So so because of that. Even in your local area there, um, there's just not enough going on that you would not even much. know where to start, huh? No, nothing. That's interesting. That, now, in, in your circle of friends over there, I'm not talking the internet. I'm talking real life. Do, do you have wrestling fans in your circle of friends? No. <laughs> People tell me that all the time, right? Yeah. A lot of a lot of our, our friends who we talk to within the wrestling community online um, and especially people who are professionals, you know, they have yeah. they have real serious things going on in life. Um, you run a whole business. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a whole brand that you have to maintain and, and you're very serious about the way that you do that, which I love. Yeah. Um, there are so many people that 
have similar things going on and they'll tell me flat out, hey, man, I just like talking wrestling to you and other people because I don't have anybody, you know, here that I can do that with. And I I find that so fascinating because it's like, wow, thank God for the Internet, right? Absolutely. Twitter, I think X, whatever you want to call it, I think I think if you look on the timelines, I think majority of people are like like myself who go and chat about wrestling because they have no one in real life to text and say, oh my God, did you just see that? While they're watching SmackDown. And so they go on the, you know, X and it's it's in real time. So you can actually talk to people while the event is going on. And it's fun. I think it actually em- like enhances the experience of watching wrestling. I, I, I actually love, um, so I deleted X at the moment be- just because I was reading the news 24 hours a day, you know, about this stuff in um, Gaza. And so I had to delete because it was taking, like, I would just not work. And I was just like, I wanted to know what is going like, the, you know, this is really sad. But prior to that, I, I'm always on, on Twitter, like, when there is a SmackDown or Raw or NXT or a premium live event. I love going on there and I love chatting with those people I've never met in my life and, you know, just chatting about wrestling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's that's the thing, to be able to find people who share the same passions that you share. I mean, that that means a lot. That's the difference between feeling like you, you know, you, you, you can be fulfilled on different levels and feeling like you're missing something. Um yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can remember growing up, being a wrestling fan, you almost had to fight because so many people would make fun of it. No, it's fake. And what are you a wrestling fan for? What have you? That it literally was something that you either did not talk about or you had to stand firm. And I was a guy who always stood firm about it. Even as a young kid in kindergarten, I was always like, yes, I'm a wrestling fan. I love Ric Flair. I love Hulk Hogan. I don't care. Um and it's funny because even adults who have known me my whole life, if I haven't seen them for a while and I'll see them at, you know, different holiday functions, they'll be like, do you still watch wrestling? You, aren't you the kid who loves wrestling? And it's like, yep, that's still me. And and everyone has a laugh about it because it's like, wow, that, that's really something that was a passion of yours. Um, but it took time to find other kids who were into it and who were willing to talk about it. And it really wasn't until when we hit the uh, Monday Night Wars, when it was WWF versus WCW, and, and we had Raw and Nitro, and, you know, SmackDown and Thunder, and these TV shows were on, and wrestling became even more mainstream, then suddenly it became cool to be a wrestling fan. But in the early 80s, you really couldn't talk about it too much without getting laughed at. So to to transform now to where we are today, we're online, we have entire communities to communicate about it. It's just, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to see the evolution. Um, looking forward to 2024, do you have any big predictions? What do you, what do you expect to see happen in 2024 in, in pro wrestling? So I hope that Carmelo gets cooled up. I hope that Tiffany gets cooled up. Um, who else is on NXT that I want to see? Um, let me think. Let me think. I think Braun will, I think Braun will get called up. And, um, who else? 
I don't I, I don't know if uh so I think Roxy and and Roxy and Cora are very cute and I don't know. I don't know what would happen to them, you know, because when they go they're good wrestlers and I think NXT like you can look young, it's cool there because it's kind of like the young the young pe this is where the young is like are. But like, you know, when you've I don't know, it just like for example seeing a match with Roxy and someone like Charlotte Flair like Charlotte Flair's like a grown woman and Roxy I know she's young she's not that young but she does have a baby face it I don't know it just doesn't really it, it doesn't make me want to watch it you know no offense to Roxy she's a great wrestler but I don't know like it's just who what what who would they pair her with that would make logical sense that would actually look good you know, you know that's a that's a good point that uh, I want to I want to stay on for a second here because Roxy actually is young. I, I think she's only about twenty one. She couldn't be more than twenty two, but I think she's only about twenty one years old. Yeah. So you're saying that her her youthful look it it makes it difficult for you to suspend disbelief because she yeah, looks too yeah. young to be in there with with older looking <laughs> folks, right? Yeah. Interesting. I, I, exactly. I, I felt the same way about LA Knight when he was in NXT. I never used to like LA Knight, by the way. I like him now, but it just didn't make sense. It was like he was wrestling these boys who were like 18, 19, and he's like some grown man, and it just didn't, it, it couldn't, it didn't make sense to me whatsoever. Like, I just couldn't get into LA Knight on NXT. I used to, that, and those days I was watching like NXT hard because i didn't really have to wake up in the morning i i was starting to work a bit later so i was watching nxt religiously um and i just couldn't get into la night as the character because i felt like he was he would wrestle guys that looked like he, i don't know it just it did not it didn't work for me but then when he went to the main roster he's wrestling men who it just works do you know what i mean I know exactly what you mean, and it makes sense. I mean, some of these kids look like they could be his his children. That's what I'm saying. It just yeah. I was like thinking, what the hell? <laughs> and and technically, they probably could be. I mean, you know, yeah, he's not wrestling Rox, Roxy, but Roxanne, legitimately, I think she's young enough to be his kid. Yeah, so, she is. So so that's interesting that that you. I I never really thought about that before, but as you say it, it makes perfect sense. You know, and that was the issue with Don Mysterio at first, because he has such a baby face. They had to kind of man him up a little bit in order for him to be taken seriously, right? Absolutely, and it's worked. It's worked wonders. Yeah, yeah. The whole prison Dom stuff that that really kind of turned the tide for him, because uh, pretending to be a tough guy who went to jail and now he's got tattoos and all this other stuff, you you kind of see it. It's that that young punk kid who turns into a punk man. Yeah, um, but we but we know those people in life. It makes sense, you know what I mean. There's there's yeah, logic definitely. behind it. That's funny. Now, what about AEW? We, we're, we're talking a lot about WWE. Do you? Yeah. What are your thoughts on AEW just in general? I'll be honest with you. I don't watch AEW, and uh, I did watch the the last pay per view. I actually watched was the one in England. I, I personally, I don't like blood. Like, I really don't like blood. I don't like blood. Like, I don't want to see somebody 
dripping blood on another human being that freaks me out i think that's very unhygienic i i just doesn't work for me i can't i don't so i like don moxley i really do i, I love his character i think he's like a badass you know what i mean he's got this like badass i don't give a fuck about anything character it's just it works for him but i don't want to watch him being like mutilated that i can't what I don't find that entertaining. I'm like, oh my God, this is disgusting. You need to go to the hospital. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so wait a second. Did you did you see Adam Page versus Swerve from this past not. weekend? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it. Everyone, everyone's, um, everyone's saying you've got to watch it, but if you don't like blood, I mean, even David, Le, David Lograppa was like, you've got to watch it. It's pretty good. Um, I, I don't know because the last one I watched, freaking John Moxley, you know the kebab sticks. I don't know what you call them. Though. Yeah. He pinned them in his head, and they were hanging there, and that's not enjoyable to me. That just freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. They call it uh, skewers, the skewer spot. Yeah, the, the which that, is popular in deathmatch. That ain't yeah. cool, you yeah, know. And so, um, but I'm really, good. I'm glad that Swerve is doing well because I. I wouldn't say, like, I, I liked him in WWE. I'm not going to lie and say, yeah, like, I used to, you know, I'm a hit row fan. and No, but it's good to see, you know what, he's gone he's gone over there and he's actually, you know, killing it in terms of he's doing so much better than he was at WWE. Yeah, and, and who knows? Maybe they will actually... Bring take... him back now because he's, he's, getting, he's getting, like, a household name, you know? Well, I think he has a long-term contract in AEW, but you know AEW should do the right thing and, and at least put him in the title picture because they've never had a black man challenge for the world title in a feud. I mean, I, I think Scorpio Sky may have had a, a, a title shot once, yeah. Um, but overall, they've never had a black man that they've pushed to the point where it's like, wow, that guy could beat the champion. That guy could be the champion. Yeah, they and should definitely. And it's 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 silly to me because you you have a guy like Tony Khan, where he's a person of color. He yeah. owns a a NFL team. He owns a, a a European soccer team. Yeah. I don't understand why he has built his pro wrestling company in such a way where it's very clear and it's very obvious that white men are who needs to be on top for him. And then everybody else is everybody else. And oh my God, if you're a woman, it's even worse because you, you you might get a match today and then we don't see you on TV wrestling again for another month or two. You know, it's just yeah. a very strange um, psychology that he has when it comes to what he chooses to focus on. And, and more importantly, what he's not focusing on, which would probably make him more money. So for a guy like Swerve, if he can make it at least into the main event. I'm not necessarily saying he has to be champion, but at least be a guy who can challenge the champion and have a real feud. That will probably help the company in a lot of ways, right? Absolutely. And I do think he has star quality. Like when I watched him come out with, what's his name? The DJ. Prince Nana. Uh, well, Prince Nana, are you talking about? No, he, DJ Who Kid was. Oh, yeah, Who Kid, yeah. Right? Yeah, and he yeah. came out like a star. Like he had. He had the like the aura, you know, like I'm that guy, and you know, stuff. I don't know why, like you said, Tony Khan. I don't know why because he has star quality. He's a good wrestler, but he also has that like star quality, that X factor to be an entertainer, you know. 
Agreed. Agreed 100%. So, again, Tony Khan, I know that you listen. Most of the time you're hate listening. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. You know, you need to feature more women and you need to feature more black and brown men of color in the singles uh, title picture. There's just no reason why it shouldn't happen. Uh, we live in a society today where diversity actually matters, equitable diversity, and people like us. You know, we would actually pay more attention to your program if we knew that you were serious about equitable diversity. So it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Anyway, so Sophia, I, I have uh, Thanksgiving coming up. That's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. You know, it's a time to uh, obviously give thanks for people in your life and what have you and <laughs> eat a lot of great food and what have you. So if, if I want to do something that my family won't expect, if I want to bring a dish that is not too hard to make or what have you here, um, give me something from Uganda. Give me, give me something that's that's really African and what have you. Uganda, let's, let's end oh on this. God. Yeah, I yeah. Let's end on this. Huh? So Ugandans eat fried tilapia. Um, can you? I think you can get tilapia. I know that they. they not not uh, only can I get tilapia, I just had tilapia for dinner last night. Dinner. <laughs> so like. Ugandans fry it with uh, like a bit of so the seasoning is garlic ginger like fresh garlic ginger and then a bit of turmeric and uh, that's it I think a little bit of garam masala you know if you, you need to go to those Indian shops and get all your Indian seasonings and just fry the fish in hot oil and that's some oh and then they put it in so basically this is what they do they get like fillets of the fish and then they get garlic and ginger rub around the fish and then and then in a separate bowl you get like plain white flour um and then put salt flour turmeric do you like chili i don't know do you like spicy food uh it it, it depends i mean i can do it or i cannot do it will, will it dramatically change the taste if i don't have no, it no i mean if you like chili you can add it if you don't like chili, don't add it. It's one of those things. Um, and then just like mix the the flour with turmeric and um, salt, black pepper, and garam masala. Mix that, and then put your fish in the flour, and then fry it, and then it comes out really crispy and it's so nice. Wow! See now you, you have me wondering now because I. I'll probably do grocery shopping again this weekend, so I might have to get some more tilapia and, and try this out. Okay. Yeah, you should definitely. But your house will stink like fish. <laughs> the hack, there's a hack. If you can get, um, what is it called, cardamom? Is it cardamom? If yeah, you cardamom, boil yeah. cardamom, I think you get like 10 cardamom stalks and you boil them in a separate pan while you're frying the fish. It absorbs the fish smell. Because oh. when you fry fish, your whole house will stink like fish. And that is the only downside of that. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, you know, my family's from Jamaica and they use a lot of lemon or, or vinegar to try to cut the fishy smell and what have you this. But you're yeah. saying cardamom, boiled cardamom yeah, will, definitely. will absorb yeah. it. Huh, yeah. I'm going to have to try that. Now, what about sides? What do, what do you have with the with the uh, fried tilapia? Cassava. So do you do, do like Jamaicans eat cassava? I don't sure know. I do. Sure do. Do you eat cassava chips? So I've 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 seen it online. I've never had cassava chips, but 
we usually get the boiled cassava. We will eat it boiled with with um, plantains or, or what we could say plantain. Uh, cassava, <laughs> plantain, and, and you know, ackee and saltfish. That's yeah. that's like a normal Jamaican breakfast. Okay, so cassava, but so you think of French fries or like we, you know, we call it chips, but main cassava. Wow. The chip on my days, it is so good. I swear to God, it's so good. I like plantain too, but I like cassava more. Cassava chips are amazing. They're life changing. You gotta try. You gotta try them. But it's it's thicker and it, it's thicker than a regular potato. Right, like it, a, no, but it talking... comes out like crispy, like really crispy. Yep, and it's so nice if you huh. get salt, salt, and yeah, man, so good. Now, do you do you dip it in ketchup or you just eat it plain? You can do, but I feel like cassava has like a really like unique flavor. It's not like potatoes are bland. You yep. know, like you need something with a potato. With cassava, you don't need just add salt and pepper, and you'll be fine. And then you've got your fish. And then what they do is that they'll make um, like a side little salad, but it's like grated onion, red onion and tomato. So it's kind of like, a like what's that? Like the Mexicans, pico de gallo, kind of like that where it's like cilantro, so cilantro, tomatoes and onion and you you cut finally cut them and it's like a little side like a little salad kind of like a little salad and it's really tangy because you add lime and it's so nice so that that right there like the cassava the fish and the little salad that right there is like the holy grail of uh you know ugandan kind of like i wouldn't say street food but like you know like just like um comfort kind of yeah comfort foods I like you're it. like I don't know what you call like burger and chips or like fish and chips or chicken and chips. That is what they eat. It's kind of like fish and chips because it is fish, but it's cassava chips and it's just so good. I love. Now, what are we what are we washing it down with? Let's let's end it on this. What's the drink that that can finish this dish off? So I know like Jamaicans love their ginger beer. Do you like ginger beer? Of course, absolutely. So in East Africa, in Central Africa, they have their, so I don't look like there's a famous Jamaican brand that is like international renowned ginger beer. I don't know what, what the brand is called. Well, you're either, you're either talking about D&G or you're talking about Grace. I have no idea. It's in my head. I've like, it's just, it's that brand. That's the brand. It's like they make the, but in Uganda, we've, and in, in Central Africa, we got um, Stoney. It's called Stoney. So ginger is Tangawizi in Swahili. It's like the words ginger, how you say it in Swahili is Tangawizi. So the drink is called Stoney Tangawizi. Basically, it's like strong ginger is is the meaning of it, and it's like it's like a ginger beer, but more strong, like super, like super gingery. If that makes any sense. Wow, and, I, um, I love that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and so we drink it, drink it with like a ginger beer, or they've got Fanta, but like the lemon one. I don't know if you see the one. So the one in the the one in Africa, the Fanta, the lemon one. It's sour. It's not sweet, but in the West, it's sweet. I don't understand that. Well, it's you, weird. You, what is sweet? The lemon. The Fanta. The Fanta lemon. I've never had a, a lemon Fanta. So, so we have orange, um, grape, strawberry. I've never seen a lemon Fanta before. 
Yeah, so I've so in Africa they have lemon fanta. Wow. I think even in India, and it, do you know what actually Indians do this thing where they they put salt in their lemonades, yeah, and it's actually really nice. It's called nimbu pani, so it's like lime water. That's an Indian thing, but that could work really well. They put salt in their like lemonade, and it's like so nice. Try it. I don't know how they do it because I always had it like in a restaurant or like when I used to live in India but the salt in the lemonade is so nice it makes it like tangy okay so so here we go again because I've made a fresh batch of (laughs) lemonade uh last night and in this morning I took some tangerine and I cut them and, and juiced them but then I took everything including the rind and I put it in the pot and boiled it down with a little bit of water and sugar and then I blended all of that, and then strained it. Mm-hmm. And I took that mixture and I added it to my lemonade. So I have like a, a lemon tangerine drink, which is just fantastic. Wow. Um, but you're saying put some salt in it. So so if yeah, I pour a glass of lemonade, so what, what are we talking? Are we talking like a little shake? How, how much salt? That is up to you, like how much you can, <laughs> how much you want. Oh, I'm gonna try so this. I would say maybe like a quarter teaspoon. Maybe that's too much. Just below that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, listen, Sophia, if this doesn't taste good, I am going to have you canceled. Okay. No, I'm but without go- the tangerine, see, with the tangerine, <laughs> I think that might cause a bit of difficulty because I can't say I've tried it with tangerine. Oh, technicality. You know I mean? So it has okay. to be like lemonade, straight, pure lemonade with nothing else in it. You see how smart she is, folks? She made sure she wasn't going to take any kind of negativity from the tangerine. So she she saved herself. I'm going to have to finish this batch first yeah. before I make the Sophia V lemonade here. Yeah, um, no, it's so good. Trust me, it's, it's really good. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna try it, and then I'm going to post it online, uh, a you review. Should. So, yeah. so you're going to have to send me the name of this drink from the Indian name so I can make it's sure I have it. Pani. So Nimbu means lemon, lime in Hindi, and then Pani means water. Wow. You see that? <laughs> she 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 knows everything about Africa. She knows everything about England. She knows everything about India. I mean, goodness gracious. Okay. And, and, and you said you're going to be taking over the United States soon too, right? Yeah. All right. Internationally known Sophia V. Uh, if anyone wants to keep up with you and, and definitely check out what you have going on, they want to follow you, what's the best way they can do that? So I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on X, formerly known as Twitter, and the handle is Vocal Mind Sophia on every single platform. So my name is spelt with a PH, Sophia with a PH. So Vocal Minds Sophia with a PH is where you can find me. And yes, guys, when, when you see it, if you haven't seen Sophia before, yes, that's her, this beautiful <laughs> model lady who, who just gave you all the different recipes for fried tilapia and, and lemonade with salt. And oh, by the way, she's this hot model lady, too. So, yes, she, she's all of these things. That's that's definitely her. It's not a bot. It's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> do, do people think you're a bot at first? Um, No, but. Because I do lives, don't I? So yeah, you do lives. Just good point. To me. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yep. She's always interacting with her fans. So, yeah, good point. If you Listen. ever want to talk about wrestling, whoever's listening, I love talking about wrestling. So you can always tweet me. I feel like Twitter is the place where we kind of 
it's like the community, like everyone talks about wrestling. So you can speak to me, ask me anything about wrestling. I always love talking about wrestling. Well, Sophia, we're going to have to find something as a, as a backup other than Twitter. Because if, if everyone's leaving Twitter, where are we going to catch you talking about wrestling now? Is, is it going to be... I don't think... Do you think everyone's leaving Twitter? I think so. Because the brands are leaving, I think the people are going to be following. I don't oh. know. I think I, I think they might come back, though. The reason... Okay, that's all, you know, it's a different discussion. <laughs> but... <laughs> Media matters are being sued, right? So let's see how that p- plays out. And if, if, um, if uh, you know, they do end up being held accountable, then I, I'm sure the brands will come back because for um, Apple and, is it IBM? They left because apparently their ads were being run next to anti-Semitic con- content yep. by media matters. But there's, I don't know if there's any evidence of that. So Elon's definitely taken them to court and so let's see how that plays out. Right um, right now, there is like uh, so much crazy things going on in the world, unfortunately. But hopefully, hopefully Twitter, no, I mean, that's where that's where we kind of hang out and talk about wrestling to kind of, to, I think if you make people move, it's just going to, people are going to get, you know, like, I can't be bothered anymore kind of thing, you know, because there is a wrestling scene on Reddit and it's not really like, it's not fun. It's not no. fun at all. No, it's very it's very uh, exclusive as opposed to being inclusive. Yeah, they're not yeah. fun. They're not. There's no vibes there, man. It's no. dead. No, no, and that's the <laughs> thing. Reddit I mean, wrestling fans are dead. Yeah, yeah. It's it, well, it's almost it, it's borderline incel uh, sort of stuff. There. They're it's hostile. Really- you know what I mean? There's no fun, and it's not in real time because they don't allow you to post it or if, because. Because the spoilers, for some reason, they don't let you post it in real time on Reddit because they don't want, like, the people who haven't watched it to know what happened, which makes no sense. But anyways, so they close the threads. If, like, SmackDown is on or or Raw or something, they'll close it so you can't even post. That's crazy. Now, what about Facebook? Have you given up on Facebook? So I'm. I wasn't like Facebook is fun, but I think uh, I think uh, X is where it's at, man. Regarding wrestling conversations, you know, I haven't found another another place that does it better. Fair, fair. See, Elon, you you just got a shout out there from Sophia. <laughs> She 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 yeah. prefers the wrestling content on on X, so you still Absolutely. have a fan, dude. If WWE leave, then maybe there's you know, but I feel like they 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 are pretty um, lenient on terms and in, in terms of like who they would work with. They don't really have like, oh, I'm not going to work with you because you do this, you know. Just they're, they're not like that, right? I mean, we can see that they they have uh, great ties with you know some countries that some people may deem. Dean, what's the right word? I don't know what the right the same what you would think of America. <laughs> exactly, right? When you when you're outside of America, the the way that everyone talks about us, you know. Exactly. There are a lot of Americans talking about other countries that way. And it's I'm gonna just say this, and, and I could say this with you because you're somebody who uh is world traveled yeah. and educated, so you understand. Yeah. I think it's all silly. Um, you know, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, for example. They're they're far from perfect, and they got a lot of things wrong over there, a lot of things I don't agree with. But I'm going to tell you this. They have been a, a trade partner and a major part of the American economy 
going back to at least the 40s and, and probably even before then. So how the hell am I going to say the WWE shouldn't be do business with doing business with Saudi Arabia when my own government does business with Saudi Arabia? You know, it, it, hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to hold Saudi accountable for the for particular reasons, then look at your own government and see if they have ever done anything borderline even similar or pro probably way even worse than what Saudi Arabia is, you know, doing. And then, come on, we can see Saudi's changing in terms of like, um, I won't say it's becoming westernized and I hope it doesn't become westernized because like in Africa as well, like, you know, I'm from Africa. If you go to Africa right now, pretty much apart from like, especially in East Africa, uh, there's only one tribe left, which is the Maasai tribe, right? Who still wear the traditional attire. Like my tribe, they stop wearing it. You know, you can't, like the culture is going. They all want to wear trousers and jeans and t-shirts and that I don't like because it's like, I want, I want, you know, I want, I want you to stay, just be proud of who you are. You don't need to wear a t-shirt. You don't need to wear, I mean, I'm not saying be naked, but wear the traditional clothes. Like I love, I love indigenous people. You know, my, my ancestors, are, not even my ancestors, like my mom and that are indigenous. So, um, I don't, I don't want everyone to be westernized. Um, and so like, I hope that Saudi Arabia doesn't become westernized in terms of like culture but you can see women's rights, they're doing concerts there, you know, pretty much all the UFC and, you know, events are going to just, UFC is probably going to end up moving to Saudi full time, like full time eventually. Um, they're, 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 you know, they're changing. Yeah, it's true. And, and again, it's not as if our government, and I'm talking about my government, the United States, we're not in a position to throw stones. Never. Uh, we, just had, we, we just found out that um, there's a whole domestic spying program that has continued to go on. So we thought that that stuff had ended under Bush, uh, Bush too. But no, mm -hmm. it, it you know Obama expanded upon it, where you know a particular phone company, AT and T, mm -hmm. have been releasing private phone information phone calls and who's calling who and all that good stuff and releasing that to law enforcement even for people who are not suspected of a crime so that's just blatant domestic uh spying right there yeah so when we start peeling back the layers there's no government on this planet that is perfect there's no government on this planet that doesn't have blood on their hands that doesn't mean we shouldn't advocate for better that doesn't mean we shouldn't hold them accountable but my point is you better look at your government first before you start trying to demand morality from these private or even publicly traded businesses. It's just silly. I don't expect WWE as an entertainment company not to do business with whoever the hell is going to pay them money. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it, it is what it is. And, and yeah. whether people want to admit it or not, those events that they've been holding in Saudi Arabia have featured women. Absolutely. And it, at first they couldn't do it. And then over time, now they can do it. And, and now there's just other things that they're, they're chipping away. They're chipping away. They're chipping away. Is it perfect? No. Is there progress happening? Yes. So it is what it is, you know. But Sophia, seriously, I, you know, on the eve of Thanksgiving, uh, I'm thankful for our friendship. I appreciate you. You're always somebody that is always helpful 
to me and in this show and my other show tells the truth and you know it's always cool to talk to you about wrestling and just life you know you're a humanitarian on top of everything else as well so just um your breath of fresh air and you know i appreciate our friendship and i i can't wait to see what kind of collaborations we'll have in 2024 yeah definitely i'm gonna set up an ngo soon to provide i i want to do so there's so many things i want to do but like i want to do water just because my cousin is already doing it so it's kind of like i don't need to like start from scratch so my like some of my relatives who live in tanzania like my cousin he's um like you know setting up water wells for people um in rural communities in tanzania so something that i really want to you know do and kind of liberate the the motherland and then you know there's just so much there's so much that we can do so why not don't change continue to be all the things that's what you are you're a little bit of everything and, and that's what makes you special so thank you very much my window is not even open but i've got thin windows so the noise just is crazy living in the city <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure Hey, this is Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Definitely head over to our friends over at liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling. That's all together, no spaces. Duke Loves Wrestling. You're going to save 20% off of your entire order with Liquid IV. It is something that I absolutely enjoy. I am a hydration stick lover. Okay, it is something that I've incorporated into my everyday routine these days. Hydration sticks are very important. You open it up, you put it in your bottle of water, shake that sucker up. You're getting all of your B vitamins. You're, you're getting hydration on another level beyond just a regular bottle of water. You know, and, and certainly we need it this time of year with everything going on you you're going to be going uh, to different places for the holidays you're going to be running around shopping especially black friday whatever you have going on okay you want to make sure that you stay hydrated and one of the best ways to do so is with liquid iv and yes you can go into the stores and purchase it so you know get it however way you, you want to get it but if you want to save some money Use Duke Loves Wrestling at liquidiv.com. That way, 20% off, you can get even more. Okay, that's your entire order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? Shop better hydration today. That's right. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Loves Wrestling.